Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Off the Top. You know who this host is, it's Jordan. You know, sitting on the other side of the mic, and it's Julian. And we have a special guest with with us today, if you want to introduce him. Yeah, man, this is somebody that would, uh, very few people that I would call a very, very true good friend of mine. And who we have today is... My name's Tyler. Yeah, so everybody, um, I hope you enjoy this one. We're going to be getting Tyler's perspective on something that he has more experience on than me and Julian, and it's going to be about kind of your transition in the workplace of um, not going to formal education as college and just kind of jumping right in there. And so that's something that I we found was something a little more unique. This is actually the first person we have on this podcast who, who did something like this, and so we're going to try to get his perspective and what he thinks about it and uh, try to deliver it to you guys in a cool way. Yeah, and I think um, kind of going, I think we're seeing it more and more often that there's a lot more special specializations or um, jobs out of high school um, that don't require the formal education, require kind of a different education in their sense. And I think it's becoming more popular as opposed to probably I'd say 10 years ago or 20 years ago, there probably wasn't as many opportunities going on now um, as there was back then. Yeah, totally. So Tyler, just so that they have like a good sense of um, where you're starting out at and like where where you started with, um, you came out of high school mm-hmm. and when you were coming out of high school or even before you graduated, what were you thinking as far as what your future held and work or if you were thinking about college and then you like last minute decided to go elsewhere? Like what was that like for you? Um, <clears throat> back to the, the start of your, your question there, I guess. So uh, one thing that I think is kind of, um, I don't know, that, that I thought about a lot is when you go to a job interview, they ask you, where do you want to be in five years? And I feel like I just didn't really have a lot of direction. Uh, leaving high school, I thought I was going to go to U of O, uh, University of Oregon, to be an uh, architect, so or like a draftsman. I had my mind set on that, and then towards the end of my senior year in high school, I decided that that just wasn't for me. It just wasn't something that I wanted to do. Uh, so now I feel like I'm just kind of like a blind man out here walking, trying to figure out what I want to do, So, which is difficult because I feel like when you do something like that, you're going to go through more jobs, which can be tough in the workforce, of course. Yeah. Not having like a very particular guide or like, you know, a direction. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I would say personally, first off, this is going to be a little facetious, but uh, a blind man who's very successful is uh, we all are friends, Stevie Wonder. So, I mean, if you're (laughs) sharing the company of Stevie, then you're not in a bad place, but (laughs) go for it. I found it, uh, I find it interesting, like the perspective you took in that senior year or relating it to like where you're going to be at five years from now as like a senior in high school could be, you know, a big decision or just like a big outlook. Like even if you're choosing college or what to do after that, like there's a lot that changes in that five years from 18 to 22. So there's like a, a ton going on there. Yeah. So what specifically, if you can get into detail or if you want to, what were the factors that made you lean away from University of Oregon architecture program to going to work? Um, I had a class in high school that I took from freshman year. Actually, you and I had it in freshman year. 
Uh, and I, I kept, I stuck with it and I took four years of it for, I think, re- well, realistically three and a half years, I guess, three and a half years of this one class. I just kept retaking it because I had enjoyed the class so much. And the teacher kept, uh, changing the, uh, uh what's the word? Curriculum. Yeah. Like changing basically like my projects and stuff, my curriculum that I was doing. So it was like a new class every time I was in it, which was really fun. Um, but towards the end of my senior year, I just, I honestly just stopped enjoying it. Like there was something about it. And to be honest, I wouldn't turn back and kind of like think like, oh man, I'm glad I, or I would never think about my, like what would happen if I would have done that? Cause I'm really happy with my decision that I made mm-hmm. on that because I don't ever think back. Like I really wish I would have done that. I just, I lost my, my drive to do that, which I, I feel like when I was in high school, I was different from everyone else in that manner because everyone's like, I'm just going to go to to school and see what happens kind of thing. Like, see what I like. And I was like, I'm going to go to school for this and I'm going to graduate and I'm going to become this kind of thing. And then that my year that I graduated, I decided that it's just not for me. It's not my style. So that's when I decided, obviously, like it's time to enter the workforce. I thought about going to school just to do the, the prerequisites and that kind of stuff. But um, I just don't I guess I just didn't have the drive to. Yeah, that's totally fair to like know yourself. And uh, we had a podcast episode a little bit back that you guys, if you haven't, go listen to it with Mark. And Mark is somebody who we talked about kind of the value of education. And at the end, I kind of surmised that or I feel like we talked about how a lot of people, especially nowadays, are just going to college because that's the popular thing to do or, you know, it's the most common thing to do out of high school or even later. But I personally felt like, you know, if you're not sure what you're going to do in life, kind of like what you said, mm-hmm. um, then go and maybe consider doing like a tradesmanship or like become an electrician or something like that instead of, you know, incurring so much debt to go into college. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think it's one of those things also is that you kind of talked on it like tradesmen being electrician or Mm -hmm. kind of finding those routes. You're seeing this large influx of uh, more people are, you know, working to be entrepreneurs and you, we have this great resource of the internet and like social media and ways to connect with all these different people from different industries where you don't necessarily in some of these places need that piece of paper you get from college, but rather kind of knowing the route to get there and like how to use those resources. Like I honestly learn a lot more from the internet and YouTube and like things I'm personally interested in my own time than what I have learned over my course of my college experience. Yeah, absolutely. Go I think, well, I was just going to say, I think if it's a, if it's a subject that you really love, then you're going to want to learn as much as possible on that. You know, if you find like a hobby or something, um, I'm not a big reader. I, I really don't enjoy reading that much, but I will read all day long if it's something about that I, I want to learn more about, you know, if I'm, if I have the drive, but like in school, if I was assigned a book or something, I was not the, the type to go ahead and like keep turning pages. I was like, all right, I did, I read to page 60. I'm going to stop here. Um, versus now it's, I'll read all day long if it's something that I'm truly interested in and like a hobby, for example. Yeah. And so just to circle back to one of the answers that you had, uh, originally in the beginning of this, you said that you kind of lost your guidance or you were a blind man. And so like learning and figuring out about what you're passionate about and stuff, do you believe like from starting as somebody in high school not knowing what they wanted to do besides not be in college specifically now do you have a direction like do you have a career do you know what's going on with you know five years from now 
Mm-hmm. So I, I was recently asked about what my what I was wanting to do within the, the five years and um, where I, where I wanted to be, I guess, in five years. And um, I really struggled with that answer, even knowing that this person was most likely going to answer or I'm sorry, ask me this question. I still uh, didn't. I really didn't give it much thought. And I tried to give it as much thought in the little two seconds that I had <laughs> to answer this question. And I really struggled with it. Um, and I think the, the gentleman asking me the question knew that I was struggling with that. And so he rephrased his question and said, if you could have your dream job, what would it be? And that was very easy me, very easy for me to answer. So, um, I think, uh, I, I had talked to Jordan about this earlier was if you could choose a job and graduate with that degree or whatever that you needed for that job tomorrow and not be worried about money at all, what would the job be kind of thing? And so um, I always think about that a lot. And I feel like I am making some effort towards that, towards my dream job. I think think, uh, that question, that five-year question is something everyone knows is like coming at an interview or in some sort of way. And like, it scares me when I I hear from someone that has like a solidified five-year plan to me, maybe because I can't think of one for myself, but like... I feel like committing, like making this plan and committing to, you know, five years down the road, like if something breaks in that plan, like you're devastated. Like Mm -hmm. if you want to have the perfect house and the perfect family in this state, in this city, like doing this, like it's awesome to work for that. But it also scares me. Like I know if I, something happened or like, say you found your dream girl and you guys broke up, like you would be devastated for a while. And, and that think, dream girl is part of that five-year plan. Yeah, which is <laughs> tough. But that, I mean, personally, that's just me. Yeah. Well, and I think if, if I guess if maybe I thought the question wrong when he asked that five-year plan, I probably should have oriented it more towards like family life. Like, for example, like uh, buy a house within that, um, have a kid towards the end of the five-year plan kind of thing. Like that's, I think if I would have answered it that way, it could be more solid, but I was thinking more of a career position. And like I said, I feel like right now I'm just kind of a a blind man looking for the proper fit. And it's, uh, I think if I found something that I really enjoyed and it was a good atmosphere, I could definitely see myself staying there for years. Um, But in this world without a degree, it is difficult to find something like that. Yeah. So, I mean, that touches perfectly on a question I was going to ask is like, do you find it adverse in any way or situation because you don't have a degree is there anything like you've came across where you know you think you could have had the job or you know something came against you because somebody expected you to have a degree and you didn't yeah yeah i've experienced that uh before uh, i it was the my biggest wake-up call was when i was interviewing for a position at one point and the person interviewing me asked me what school I had. And I said, I, I have graduated high school. And she asked what college did I attend? And I, I had told her I, I didn't attend college. And it was like right then and there, I knew the interview was over. So, which was a big bummer. So I've had, I've definitely experienced that, which was like really hard. Um, and then also to be honest, not applying for things because it says preferred to have an degree. Mm. It doesn't say required. It says preferred. And it's like, well, I'm sure, uh, you know, Jordan and Julian probably applied for this job too, and they both have degrees and I don't. So there's no point for me to even apply, which is kind of sad, but it's true. So, yeah, I think the thing to touch on there is that being kind of 
obviously younger adults, it's hard in some of the scenarios where you don't have a ton of experience in that field or mm-hmm. like credibility or portfolio behind it to apply for those jobs. But it's one of those things too, like over time as you build that experience, sometimes that experience might outweigh that degree where like if you worked on a huge project for something in that industry, as opposed to someone who just has a degree and has been working like you know, retail for a long period of time or something like that and not really applied it to anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. I mean, there's, uh, I think experience plays a huge role in, um, in what, like how good you are at a specific task compared to, you know, what you've studied or, you know, your formal education. Granted, I do believe formal education, like, uh, your bachelor's degree is a lot more of your aptitude and your ability to like, you know, stick through something and kind of struggle for a little bit than it is like, oh, I am this much more knowledgeable in X field, which I mean, you do learn that stuff. But um, but I think that's besides the point um, of do you think that there are any advantages? I mean, we kind of talked about something that's a little more tough to kind of circumvent without going to college. Well, do you believe there's any advantages to not going to college? And like, hey, please draw on experiences of, I, I mean, we knew each other when I was in college mm-hmm. and you weren't. Yeah. So if that helps at all, go for it. Um, yeah, I think there's there's definitely advantages. Obviously, the number one thing that people are going to say is is money. You're making money versus someone who's uh, spending money to go to school, you know, and you can w- definitely work, of course, while you go to school. It's an option for a lot of people. But uh, being a full time student and having a full time job is I couldn't imagine doing it. My wife did it for a short amount of time. And I it just seems like it's a, a you know, it's a lot of stress. And um, so I think that that's obviously the biggest advantage in, in my eyes, at least in uh, my personal opinion. Um but uh, I would say another one too would be like freedom. So I feel like school is, is going to, you know, keep you more a little bit on lockdown versus like when I had a job and stuff. Yeah, I had a job that I had to go to the next morning and stuff. Uh, the job that I'm specifically thinking of, I usually didn't start till like 10 or noon. You know, I, I started pretty late in the afternoon. And so like I would, I'd have a crazy nightlife, you know, and, and like stay up with my friends and like go out and party and whatever, have fun. And like versus if I was in school, I'd be worried about like waking up for class the next day or studying or doing homework, getting, you know, meeting deadlines, that kind of stuff. So I would say freedom is definitely a big thing, too. Mm -hmm. So and I guess if you're, you know, good time management, then you can do both. So, yeah, but I mean, that's you hit it on the head with uh, I felt both of those for sure. Like, you know, you don't usually when you're going to college and you're paying an expensive amount for classes, if you're in debt, having loans. Uh, that puts financial pressure on you that you normally wouldn't have if you didn't go to college and incur that debt. And also, I mean, something that's as easily as painful, depending on the situation, is that time management of, you know, feeling that deadline of I need to get this paper done at this time. I should be working on, you know, working on studying mm-hmm. for a test or X, Y and Z and not being able to enjoy personally the experiences that you have in life because you're thinking about these tasks that you need to do for this class. So yeah, good points right there. Yeah. Um, Another thing that I always thought was like something that was cool to think about, but I look back on it now. I was young when I said this and I'm still am young. I mean, um, was I would look at a lot of my friends and think, wow, they've probably spent 80 to a hundred thousand dollars 
going to that big uh, Division One school and um, racking up those bills. And I've already made eighty to a hundred thousand dollars. So I always thought that that was kind of cool. But I look back on that when I after saying that and thinking like, okay, well they're also in a better job than I am now, probably making one and a half to two times as much as I'm making, or you know what? Just a, an example. You know, you never really know how much how much people are making. Yeah, that is cool, but. Opportunity cost is huge. It's kind of one of those debates, like, like you said. I think you hit on the head. Like, if you don't go to school and you go into the workforce right away, like you're making money right away. Yeah. While other people aren't making money, but like I think you also touched on it too. There's that possibility, or a, more of a percentage of people are going to get a better paying job out of college. Um, but at the same time, like some of those jobs you go straight into out of high school maybe those ones that you work your way up in four years and you kind of get a killer job. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. And I remember actually Jordan uh, talking with you about this when you graduated college. Cause I remember being where I, where I was at with my career. Uh, I thought I was making pretty decent money, like not bad money, but I wouldn't say it was super good, but I, I felt like for my age, I was making very good money and uh, you getting out of school and telling me the job you got. And I was like, I, you had told me how much they had offered you. And I was like, totally jealous. Like this guy just comes straight out of school and he's making this much more than me. And I don't know. Mm. I was just kind of like a weird feeling. Cause I felt like I had worked so hard to get to that point to make that, you know, X amount of dollars per hour. And you come out of school and you're like, Hey, I'm making this much per hour. And it was like, I'll just use an example. It was like $4 more than me. If I remember correctly, an hour, which I was like, wow, that's a, I mean, like if I had it up per month, like that's a huge difference. So, and I was like, he didn't have to, I mean, he worked really hard for that in school, but you didn't work as, in a career for that kind of thing versus I was like working for, you know, three, four years for that to make what I was making. You come out of school and you're boom, you're already making more than me. And that, that was definitely like a wake up call. That was when I knew I was like, wow, maybe I should have gone to school. So, mm. And it's never too late, right? No, no, never. I mean, I feel like especially going to the school that uh, I went to personally and the one that Julian is still going to, there is a large amount of people that uh, aren't traditional, like, you know, high school, then college, you know, mm -hmm. continuous like that. They have work experience and yeah. stuff like that. And I feel like that's a uh, I've ran into people uh, that have had advanced like formal education and master's degrees and even PhDs and have had trouble. Well, I mean, you've heard it quintessentially like you have a person that has um, like a large amount of education and stuff and still can't get a job when um, I think if that person would have just been like without a degree, they could have gotten a job easier just because you're barred from certain things. I feel like when you have degrees, not saying that it's tough in that way, but uh, I think people will ask more questions if, for instance, if I have my economics degree and I'm trying to become a like a mechanic or something at a at a like a dealership or something like that, mm -hmm. like people would be curious on that as to why when, you know, somebody who doesn't have a degree, maybe they think you're just ambitious and, you know, you're that's something you want to do and that, that you have a passion for and whatnot, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think too, um, seeing that kind of at a, I wouldn't call it a commuter college, but there's definitely an influx of non-traditional students where I go and where Jordan went that a lot of people are kind of valuing the quality of life, um, more so now. I don't know if that's just the trend or more people are more open about it. But a lot of people are valuing taking that time to really, 
you know, do what they want while they can and then coming back to school. And I think that's also because like school, Jordan and I touched, touched on or talked about it was that like school really hasn't been adjusted for the economy we're in today. Like I'm a, you know, I'm a senior in college. I have a full schedule. So that's four classes. So I take classes two days a week for about six hours and one night class. That's like three and a half hours. And you have like usually, you know, two or three times that, that amount of time in homework. And then I'm also working like 40 hours a week. So like balancing all of that is really difficult. And some people, you know, can't do both the time. So maybe they work for a little bit and then they realize, you know, I'm not doing, I'm not, I don't enjoy this. I'm just going to go all in and go to school. And I think it's just something that's um, more socially spoke about and more people are, you know, not afraid to do it as 20 years ago. Like if you were, you know, 30 years old, you probably weren't trying to go to college to embarrass yourself. But now you get like most of my classes, like the average age is probably 24. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. So. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I feel like there's a lot more options that people can take nowadays um, just because of the way that the world is. I think it's and culturally, it's a little bit more different where, you know, somebody might have the priorities out of high school or out of whatever situation they're in to go travel or go start a family or, you know, do several different things besides go to college right off where like Julian kind of illustrated, you're barred off from things and things we've talked about before. You're barred off from certain things when you're going to school. I think you touched on that, Tyler, um, that you normally could do when you don't have that commitment and you're a little more open of doing things as far as, you know, exploring the careers you want to do immediately, um, things of that nature. And uh, one thing I did talk about in a different podcast, the same podcast that uh, the college one was how in demand like trade work is. And that's something that you don't need a college degree for. And, you know, you come out of that making a very high wage or relatively high wage Mm -hmm. for people without formal education and stuff like that. I mean, there's tons of options as far as like, you know, what to do and pros and cons in each, I think is what we've all illustrated so Mm -hmm. far. Yeah. Um, Tyler, I know you've thought about kind of going the trade route um, in the past, or I don't know if you're still thinking about it, but what are, so like for people who don't understand kind of the trade route and that process, um, can you kind of lay it down on how that works or some of the nuances of that? Yeah, I, I don't know a, a whole lot of information about it, but I'll, I'll do my best here. Uh, so um, I was looking at uh, becoming an electrician. Uh, it's just something I like to do. I love working with my hands and um, I loved wiring stereos and stuff. And I know it's a prior horrible comparison, but just any electrical work in general, I just really do enjoy doing. And um, the, the trade work was, you know, you go to school, you work while you're in school kind of thing. Uh, you make money. They start you off at a decent wage. Um, I'm sure in every state it's different. They started uh, here in Oregon. They started off at 16, I want to say, an hour. And uh, then you work your way up. By the time you graduate school, you're supposed to be making anywhere from 30 to $35 an hour. And then, of course, you can keep going to school to become a supervisor at that point. And then those guys are making upwards of 80 to like 120000 I want to say. Uh, which is, I mean, to me, like, you know, you see a, an electrician driving down the road or whatever, and you don't think like, 
man, that guy makes decent money, you know, but a lot of those guys are making 30 plus dollars an hour, especially depending on the market. Um, I have family up in Portland and uh, some of the wages that they were paying their guys up there were pretty unbelievable. Like when they were coming out of school, they were they were near more near the $40 an hour mark, which is, I mean, to me, that just seems like a lot of money when you're coming out of school. Um, so that's, that was one thing that's uh, kind of cool. The, uh, the schooling was super relaxed. It's like night classes kind of thing. One time a week, or, uh, I've heard as little as one time a month. So, uh, unfortunately they drag it on though. It's like five years. The program that I was looking into was five years. I was hoping that I could get into a program where I could work and, uh, complete the schooling quicker. Uh, I don't like to drag that on. I'd rather just get it done and get it over with and then, and then be on my way. So um, but as far as actually looking into the trade school, I had my eye set on it. I thought for sure it was something that I'd be interested in doing. And I went up and did a little bit of that work in Portland and I just didn't enjoy it. Like, I mean, I enjoyed it, but I, uh, didn't think that I thought I'd enjoy it more than I did. I should say. Yeah. So I've, I've heard that one before, but <laughs> you know, not, not with me or anything. <laughs> And I think that I think that illustrates kind of the route like you talk. You, I think it was one of the first things you started talking about is like you're kind of going through life where you have to test out a few different jobs and kind of yeah. get a different feel for the work environment or, you know, if you could see yourself doing it for a long period of time, which is, you know, difficult. And I think it's the same way. And even if you're in college, it's the same thing, like sitting down and structuring yourself to be like me like a marketing major for like okay i'm gonna go to school for four years and i'm gonna do this mm-hmm. like the nice thing i think about the not like not going to college straight away or going is like you have the flexibility like say i go through four years and i get my degree and i'm like getting the work person like i hate this like mm-hmm. i spent all this money to do this and when like, it happens it's yeah. such a common thing i hear a lot of people go to school to become like a teacher and they hate it and so they uh, become a nurse for example or uh, or vice versa even you know it's just it's amazing it's it, it seems like i see a lot of that where they they hated their career that they got into thinking they'd love it and then didn't do that so that's why i've had a lot of trouble because i feel like i do at one point I do want to go to school but i feel like i really know i want to know what i want to do before i do go to school and i think that where i'm at right now i'm definitely leaning towards the business side uh, just something in business. I just don't know what, I mean, it's such a broad thing. It's, yeah. um, I mean, it, it doesn't, it leaves basically everything open. So, so if, okay, here's a question. If you guys could go to your <clears throat> six year old self, you know, little Tyler, little George and running around and hitting heads with people. Um, what was that, you know, little five or six year old, what did you want to do at that point in your life? What was your like, I'm going to be an astronaut or like, I'm going to the league. Like what was some of the things that you thought of or some jobs that you thought would be super cool. Then as you got older, you're like, I would not want to do that. So, uh, I'll take this one first yeah, yeah. just cause I have a very delineated and clear picture of what I was into and stuff <laughs> at that time. So at that time, six year old Jordan, uh, always knew that he wanted to be the world's fastest archaeologist <laughs> podcaster in this apartment. I love you <laughs> off the top fans. This is for you. I was born to do this. <laughs> you wow. know, that's interesting. I had a six year old, you know, early two thousands or whatever that is thinking about the podcast game. That's, 
That's thinking ahead. It's revolutionary, yeah. really. How was the Gary V before Gary V? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, on a totally serious note, <laughs> uh, my, I actually have a, uh, a call my mom if you guys want. Uh, I would, I told myself I was going to be an inventor when I grew up, which, what is that? Who knows? But you know what I mean? Like, what, what was I going to invent? I have no idea. Could that just be an, could inventor be a word for a, for a six year old being an entrepreneur? That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what inventor I told my mom is. I wanted to be an inventor. And, and when I'm, when I, I think when I thought in my six year old self, and I, I had told my mom this probably from an early age is, as early as like four to five, I would say. And I had told her this like all the way up, probably until like high school. I like, I legit like even probably middle school, mom, I'm going to be an inventor when I grow up. And I think in my head, I wanted to invent some tangible product that just changed the world. So it's crazy too. Cause like, once you said that, I just think of all the times in cartoons and like shows that you see an inventor and it looks like this scientist type dude making yeah. these crazy products. Yeah. But now like, Obviously, going through schools or business, I'm just like, think all these entrepreneurs who are trying to launch hundreds of products and get the one out there. It's a, uh, I've never thought of it that way, but it's kind of intriguing to see, you know, where the minds align and what that really means or, you know, where it's going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like maybe uh, subconsciously, I feel like that's even a stronger move as far as this culture. And I mean, I'm going to say the word again. So you take your shot. If you're playing that drinking game, uh, as an entrepreneur, like <laughs> <laughs> entrepreneurs, like, I think that's the stronger move to not go to college because you hear about success of those who didn't go to college because they were so driven and what they wanted to do and create something that they necessarily didn't need to sit in class and get in debt for um, at that time in their life. And it worked out for some and maybe it hasn't worked out for others. But I think maybe subconsciously that's the move you made because you're still on that inventor game. Yeah, trying trying to be, I guess I should say. Well, and it's too. It's one of those things you have to think about. Like if you're you touched on, both you touched on earlier, like super passionate about something, you have like the internet to become you know find the most knowledge about that thing that school isn't going to teach you. Like school's going to teach me how to be a you know generally sound marketer, but like if I really want to be like a great this is a terrible example, digital marketer or something like I can go on to like Google and Facebook and Instagram and become certified in all those platforms and stuff like in my own time. Um, and like, if you're super passionate about, you know, cars or I don't know, some just random product to help people, like you can find all the information you need or like if you want to build it, you can figure out the materials or go to Alibaba and, you know, buy the, find the person or find the source to make it or the mm-hmm. product. Yeah. I think uh, uh, one thing that you touched on too was um, like in in this world, like you said, for example, like a a car, I thought of car marketing when you talk about that, like in this, in this day and age, especially like with the millennial generation and uh, the next generation behind us is a generation Z. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. So they, uh, it it just seems like they're so different. And I think like now a lot of days companies are looking for a different person to, to be that different, to catch that, the eye, basically, that they're looking for. Companies are going this, nowadays are going so non-traditional and uh, not really competing so much against each other, I feel like, but uh, with themselves more like and, and just trying to be so different from everyone else to grab that uh, the buyer's attention in this case. 
So, um, which I feel like, again, the, the millennial generation, that kind of stuff is really going to thrive off that. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's uh, something that um, is almost uh, insane. And it's almost there's a lag of trying to catch up to it, because, I mean, imagine me saying this 20 years ago. Yeah, dude, check out my last Twitter post. Uh, Macklemore retweeted it. It was dope. Like somebody would look at me like I just spoke some sort of Swahili. Gibberish. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And so that just shows like how things have changed. And I mean, so remarkably and understandably, so is fundamentally a lot of things and how big of an impact this technology and especially social interaction with technology has become. And the fact that there's different moves to be made and, you know, maybe we haven't found the most efficient move to make to be the most successful in whatever we're wanting to do because we're still using old fundamentals before there was these platforms like Twitter or Facebook or this podcast. <laughs> the thing, too, you saying that is I was thinking you said 20 years ago. I'm thinking like 20, 40 years in the future, right? When we're, you know, in our 60s or 70s so or whatever. And like children like your children or your great-grandchildren are listening to mid 20 year old us talk about like facebook and twitter and like college and this this and that and like they're like how did you guys just not know to invest in bitcoin like (laughs) something like that or like maybe digital platforms aren't around or something along that lines but like getting that you know everything now like you said is going to be different 20 years ago or was 20 years 20 years ago was different 20 years from now will be different and it's always changing and it's kind of like a hard thing to stay on top of i feel like what you guys are trying to tell me is that uh for me not going to school you're saying that there's still a chance for me basically <laughs> i wouldn't say that there ever wasn't a chance for anybody to yeah. s- and what they decide whether it's college or not um I mean, it's just a road that you travel down and there's tons of, you know, detours or exit lanes to get on a different road, quite frankly. Yeah. And I mean, the stat I read was like something nowadays, this was based in 2016, but like 40% of students who graduate high school don't go on to college, which is, I thought the number was going to be a lot lower. I thought it was going to be like in the 20s or 30s, but like 40% is like a good group. So there's obviously things going on to you know where to become successful in those ways or like different paths or just you know enjoying life like at the end of the day money isn't happiness like some people are just fine with what they're doing making enough to pay rent you know having fun and making memories and that's the route some people want to go so there's a ton of options out there and so um, i don't want to be selfish tyler but uh let's say that you were talking to some of the people that are listening to this podcast and they're at their like verge point that you were at in the fact that, you know, they thought that they were going to go to college for the longest time. And then they kind of realized that maybe that wasn't the right move for them. Um, just talking to them, if you could, what would you say? Almost like you were talking to yourself back then. Um, I would definitely tell them, my past self or, or future self, if I was in that case, I guess, um, I would definitely tell myself, go to school, but I would probably just tell myself, just get the prerequisites done. And if you don't know what you're going to do, don't go any further. Because at that point, I feel like you're just kind of wasting your money if you don't know what you're going to do. Because you don't want to go to school to be uh, a marketing major and hate it. Uh, 
you know, I would say get the prerequisites done, go out in the job force and get some experience. And as, as bad as it sounds, maybe job hop a little bit and see what you like. You know what I mean? The best thing you're going to ever get is experience. And so, and you gain that life experience and um, you get those XP points and then you decide what you want to do and you go back to school. That's kind of where I'm at right now. Um, I hate having, like, I want to be, growing up, my parents both had careers that they were in for 20 plus years. My mom's still in the same career and she's going to be in the same career for probably another 10 when she retires. And I like, I definitely envy her and I, I want to be that. Like I want to just go to work and do that same job for so many ever, you know, years and hopefully retire a younger than she is, you know? And, um, and so that's, I guess what I'm trying to say is get your prerequisites done, find something you really want to do. Maybe by entering the workforce, go back to school, get your degree in what you want to do and find one of those jobs and go work that job for the rest of your life. Cause it'll pay off. And so, what do you believe is stopping you from doing that now? Finding my job that I want to do. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what's stopped. You just asked it, but earlier we talked about how the five year uh, question can be rephrased. Jordan just did that, right? Yeah. There. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would say, uh, my, so I, me and my wife have been talking about this a lot and I've, I guess I've just been very unhappy lately uh, with what I want to do. And I've been struggling with that answer. Just like, I feel like by now at my age, I need to know. And I hate the fact of not knowing and uh, definitely uh, envy you guys for having that. Like, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to be a marketing major or I'm going to go into finance kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like I, I definitely am jealous of that. So, uh, so I'm definitely struggling with that, but my wife actually offered for me to get a part-time job so I could, I could chase my dream of being a famous, uh, YouTuber that reviews guns. So, which I thought was pretty cool. So, uh, as we're wrapping it up, let the people know, like, yeah, shameless plug right now. I don't, I don't do the shameless. There's no such thing as shameless plugs. All right. Uh, six shooter TV.com. Go check it out. So what, what do you, I haven't actually officially dropped it yet. So, uh, I better get, get to that. Yeah. Well, this this is the exclusive. Yeah. This is the the exclusive. I wasn't ready for this. Uh, six shooter TV.com S I X shooter TV.com. And, uh, and yeah, that's, that's what, that's what my ending goal is, is to be, uh, someone who just reviews anything firearm related on on YouTube. Yeah, that's so. solid. Yeah, and so um, <clears throat> yeah, guys, thank you for watching this uh, podcast. Uh, watching, once a, watching, watching with your ears <laughs> uh, and let me your just, hearts. But before you wrap it up here, let me just throw out one more thing. Thanks, girl, for uh, for offering to let me take a part-time job to chase my dreams. That's Appreciate boss. It. That's yeah. boss. <laughs> yeah. On, uh, on that note, you heard it. Um, Tyler, thanks for being on. You'll most likely be on again. I, I really hope so. I really enjoyed doing this and invite me back anytime. We, we go through a lot of odd conversations and I think one of them is going to land on here at some point. Um, Jordan, what are we? Um, we are, well, I'm training to be the strongest podcast archaeologist in the game. And so I'm starting with the push-ups tonight. <laughs> it's crazy. And you can uh, follow those push-ups on uh, iHeartRadio, Google Play, iTunes, One, SoundCloud. Two, three, <laughs> this, that, and the third. Uh, off the cuff. Co- 
off the top podcast in your year. Thanks for tuning in. One time though, people, uh, I want to say this on the live podcast. Tyler, I really hope you chase your dreams and stop being an elephant semen extractor and become a famous YouTuber. All February right. 2nd, Thanks. 2018. <laughs>